0: And you don't really realize how many things that go into running a successful business until you're actually doing it. Welcome to the Dream Smarter podcast, a no BS conversation about entrepreneurship and becoming successful in smart and efficient ways. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode of the Dream Smarter podcast. My name is Alex Kraling and I am the founder of High Moon Studio, which is a brand and website design studio built for modern entrepreneurs. Today's episode is titled Setting Yourself Up for Success. So today I'm going to go over all of the systems that I use in my business to basically streamline all of the things that I do, the services that I offer, the products that I offer, all of these things. When you're starting out, it's very daunting because you don't realize how much of the business side of things that you're going to have to deal with. When I decided I was going to start a business, I thought I was doing this because I was going to be designing things for people, right? That's what I thought I was going to be doing all the time, is designing things for people, which of course I do a lot, but the thing that I didn't realize is there are so many other things that go into it. And you don't really realize how many things that go into running a successful business until you're actually doing it. (laughs) And there were so many things that I did in the beginning that were so incredibly wrong, which made my life super hard. And I've learned a lot of lessons over the past few years on how to actually run my business properly. So I'm going to share all those things with you so you don't have to make the same mistakes that I did. (laughs) let's get right into it. Before I dive in, I do want to mention these are things that have worked for me in my business. Your business is probably much different. So take everything with a grain of salt. Also, these things, when you're setting them up, it takes shit tons of time to get these systems and programs set up and streamlined for your business. That's what takes all the effort and the time. But once you get them set up, Everything is much more smooth sailing from there. So just know that, yes, it sounds like a lot of work to get all of this stuff done. And this is going to be a lot of information today. I'm not just giving five tips. I think I have 11 written down right now that I'm looking at. But once you use your brain power to get all these things set up, like I said, everything becomes much easier for you and it becomes much easier for your clients and your life will just be so much better, period. <laughs> OK, so I'm just going to start from square one. And square one would be, you need to get a freaking LLC for your business. You need to make your business legit. And it's very easy to do this. I see people asking this question on like in Facebook groups all the time. And they're like, how do I set up an LLC? Do I need to contact someone to do it? You don't need to contact anyone. You, you can do this yourself. All you need to do is go to your state's Secretary of State website, and they'll have all the information on there to set up your LLC. You can legit do it in like five minutes. It costs a little bit of money, and I think every state is different. I'm not even sure what I paid, but you can do it yourself. Go to the state's website and just get it done. Set it up. Become a legit business because if you get screwed for some reason, nobody can take your assets, right? They can only deal with your businesses, so definitely do that. Number one, if you don't have that set up, go do it right now. Get on your computer. Go to your Secretary of State's website and get this shit figured out. Okay, number two, get a business bank account. I made the mistake of not doing this when I started my business. So the first year I did business, it was all through my personal. And let me tell you, when tax season came, I wanted to crawl in a hole and die. Taxes really suck. It's it's just tough. You have to go through, you have to itemize everything. You have to have receipts for everything too, PS. And don't tell me, oh, I don't have to have receipts. You don't have to have receipts but if you get audited and you don't have those those receipts you're not you're gonna have to pay that money back so keep all of your receipts that you use for your business get a business bank account with a card a credit card is a good one as well so get a debit account but also get a credit card if you can because then you can get cash back and points and whatever you know how credit cards are there's all there's a bunch of different kinds so you can get rewards for spending. Um, And then just pay it off every month. But get the business bank account. And the reason why is because then you're going to download. And this is tip number three, but it kind of plays into tip number two. For taxes and for keeping track of your spending for your business, get QuickBooks self-employed. Get it as an app on your phone. You can also access it on desktop. I'm bad about this. This is bad. I do not go through my purchases every month. And itemize them. I do it one day (laughs) at the beginning of every year. I sit and I itemize everything from the entire prior year, but I get it all done in like a few hours, right? And that's because I have a business bank account and because I have QuickBooks self-employed set up so I can quickly go through and itemize everything. I don't need to look through it. It's not all in my personal So I don't need to go through and say, oh, this was a personal, you know, something personal that I spent. This was a business expense. This was a personal expense. You can just go through because everything in your business account should be a business expense. You shouldn't be buying anything in your business account that is not a business expense. So it makes your taxes super, super easy. Here's another little tip because I screwed up on this too last year. When you're itemizing your taxes, don't ever, 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 ever put anything in an other category. When you go through QuickBooks Self-Employed, they have all these different categories in there. And a lot of stuff, it's kind of like, oh, where am I supposed to put this? You know, it's kind of confusing as to where you should put some things, at least for me. So the first year I did it, I was like, oh, I'm just going to put it in the other category. Terrible, terrible idea. I had to go back and redo all of them because my CPA basically said you cannot have anything in other. So this is just a tip from me to you for next year's tax season or if you haven't done your taxes yet this year, don't put anything in another category. Then when you're done and you're ready to, you know, hire a CPA, somebody to actually do your taxes for you, do not even try and do them yourself. Way too confusing and you really don't want to fuck up cuz you don't want to get audited. So hire a CPA and then you just export your files from QuickBooks, give them to your CPA plus any other documents that you have and you'll be good to go. Golden. Taxes are done. My taxes are already done for this year. I mean, they were done like a month ago. I had got the paperwork back and everything. So it's really, really nice to be on top of it. Taxes suck. So why would you want to make it harder on yourself? Just go the easy route. Do exactly what I said. Get the business bank account, get QuickBooks self-employed. All right. Next tip. You obviously need a website, right? <laughs> That's like, for sure. You need a website. I obviously suggest hiring a branding and website designer, and I'm not even gonna go into it because you guys know how I feel about it, but hire a brand and website designer if you're not one yourself. If you are a brand or website designer, do your own shit. Like I, get, I hear people hiring other people to do their brand or website design when that's what they do as a living, and I just think that that's like fraud. Do your own work if that's what you do. It makes, it makes sense. Why would you want someone to come to your website and think that you designed that when really you didn't because you hired someone? That's not fair to your clients and to your potential clients. So do it yourself if that's what you do, if you don't hire someone. And if you must, must design it yourself, design it and show it and buy a template from a seasoned designer. Hint, hint. We're going to be coming out with some amazing website templates at Moon Studio soon. I'm in the process of building them, and they're actually going to be modular templates, basically where you can turn on and off different sections, and you can pick and choose between different layouts, so the template isn't going to be the same. It's not like I'm selling one template to a bunch of people, and everyone uses it, and their websites all look the same. You're going to be able to still customize it to your liking, So there's gonna be a million different variations of it so nobody's websites are gonna look the same. And I'm gonna have tons of videos in there showing you how to actually put it in your site and yeah, how to kind of style it to fit your brand. So I'm really, really excited about that. Just had to drop that in there. So use show it and buy a template if you must do your website yourself, okay? Next tip, get a freaking email address with your domain name in it. When somebody sends me an email and it has Gmail at the end of it, I go crazy. It's like $5 a month, you guys, to get an email with your freaking domain name in it. So why aren't you doing that? It's so much more professional. Gmail emails, I'm like, okay, that's like a personal email. That's not a business email. I have a Gmail email. Oh my gosh. Ugh. Say that five times. Um, <laughs> I have one, but... I use that for my personal stuff. I do not use that for business. So, cut it out with the Gmail. Suck it up and go pay $5 a month to get a customized email. All right, next tip. Start building and planning your social feeds using Later. Later is an app. You can also have it on desktop. Basically, what I do is I like lay out my feeds. You can schedule posts, whatever. It makes your life easy. The biggest thing, I mean, when I started, I wasn't necessarily like scheduling posts. I just wanted to see what they looked like in the feed to make sure my feed is cohesive. Cause no matter what, I always do that. But now I do my best to plan a day of the week where I can just sit down and just plan out my feed for like a week or two so that every day when I'm super busy, I don't have to worry about it and it's ready to post. Cause your social feeds are not gonna grow if you're not posting and engaging. So if you're having a really busy day and you can't post, which honestly I need to take my own advice because I hadn't been I haven't been planning. I'm going on vacation tomorrow. I have nothing planned for my social feeds. <laughs> so I'm like, shoot, I need to get doing that because life has just been getting so busy and then I'm not posting because I don't have it planned out. So plan your feeds with later. It will help you a lot. The other thing that's regarding like content is Batching blog posts. So, blog posts are great for businesses. It's great to have a blog on your site because you can share information. It adds links to your website so people can find you on Google. You know, it's educational as long as you're providing some sort of, you know, value to your customers. Blog posts are great, they're amazing. You can do so many things with them. You can add SEO, whatever, whatever. The cool thing is, if you are building a site in Show It, Show It actually uses WordPress for their blogging. WordPress is the best platform for blogging. I'm not gonna go into why because I could talk about it forever, but it's the best platform for blogging. And the cool thing about it is you can schedule posts. So you can batch, you can sit down on a Sunday or whatever, write out a few blog posts like three and release one a week and have them all scheduled so you legit don't have to worry about it. They just go live whenever you have them scheduled. So that's super nice. Okay, next tip. Don't give clients your phone number. (laughs) Why are you giving clients your phone number? I don't know why people do this. It's like, that's your personal number. Why would you want people texting you? If it's like a close client, sure, whatever. I give it to like my friends and stuff, obviously, but why would you ever want all these people to have your phone number? It's crazy to me. So instead of doing that, book your client calls with Calendly. Calendly is something that I absolutely love because I can go in, I can like actually put my schedule in there. So For me, I only take calls on Mondays. So I have my Calendly set up where people can only book calls with me on Mondays. And what it does is it syncs with your calendar. So if I have an appointment, like if I have like a Pilates workout or something, it won't show as like my availability will be blocked for those hours that I have those appointments. So I can just send a link to clients instead of emailing back and forth being like, oh, when are you available? Oh, what time zone are you in? Like, you know what I'm talking about. We've all been there. We've all had like back and forth, like five, 10 emails trying to figure out how we're going to schedule a call. It's just crazy. So what you can do instead of that is you set up your schedule in Calendly, create authority by saying, here is my schedule, book whenever is most convenient for you. And you just send them a link. Basically what they do is they click on the link, they see your schedule, they can book whenever is best for them. They put in their information, And what I do alongside that is I connected it with Zoom. And if you don't know what Zoom is, Zoom is like a video calling software. I believe it's free. So you can connect it with Zoom so that you don't have to give people your phone numbers. You just give them a Zoom link. So when you're ready to hop on the call, Calendly's connected with Zoom. So they get a special Zoom link inside of their notification, like in their calendar, because Calendly will send them a calendar invite as well. And they get a link in there that they know to click on when it's their time to call. So everyone joins the group chat or whatever, the group video. And you don't have to video. I don't video with my clients usually because my Wi-Fi sucks. But you can video. You don't have to. You can just do audio too. It's just so nice because everything's streamlined. You create authority by kind of standing up and saying, I'm the leader here and I'm going to lead this. Situation, and we're gonna have a conversation, but I'm leading. Here's but, but they're also like, they also have an opportunity to choose because you send them the link and they can go through your availability and still choose when it works best for them. So it's wonderful. Okay, next thing manage your clients with Dubsado. And by the way, I'm not getting paid or anything to say these, these are just things that work for me. Okay, Dubsado is a freaking game changer. And the reason why I love it so much is because it takes care of everything regarding my clients. So all of my inquiry forms on my site, all of my proposals that I send out to clients, all of my contracts, all of my invoicing, everything like that, done through Dubsado. No more emailing freaking PDFs. I hate when I get an emailed PDF with a contract. I'm like, what am I going to print this out and sign it and like take a picture and send it back to you? That's ridiculous. No, I don't want to do that. (laughs) Like that's so stupid. Dubsado is wonderful. It makes your life easy, but it makes your client's life easy as well because everything's connected. So how my stuff works is basically I have a form set up on my site In the form, there's a question, what are you interested in? And I have different services, right? So I have branding, website design, and then branding and website design. People select that, submit their form, and then they get sent a proposal specifically for that. So if they selected brand and website design, they'd get the brand and website design proposal. If they just selected branding, they'd only get the branding proposal, whatever. You can set all these things up and you can automate it too, so that you don't have to sit and send out proposals to people. It's all automated. It's amazing. It's so amazing. It saves me so much time. So then they get the proposal and then in the proposal, they select the packages that they want and the add-ons that they want. Hit next. Immediately the contract is shown to them. They sign the contract. And one thing that I love about DePSATO regarding contracts is you can set specific things they need to initial next to, because let's be real. Nobody reads contracts anymore. Nobody reads contracts. So Having them initial next to specific sentences that are really important brings that to their attention. (laughs) Like for me, my services, I do not offer refunds on anything. I've never, ever had like an unhappy client. It's not that I'm trying to scam people. I just don't, I don't offer refunds. It's my time. So that is something that I have people initial next to. So they know going into it, this money that they're about to sign off on, they have to pay no matter what. It's important that they know that because it makes them also take the project more seriously. So anyway, they complete the contract, sign the contract, then they are immediately shown their invoice and you can set up different payment schedules. So for me, my payments are all $500 a month. So I have my payments set up where it's, okay, you pay $500 now. And then every month after you signed your contract on that exact day, you have to pay another $500. And I have it automatically send out payment reminders to all of my clients, so I don't need to sit and worry about it at all. I just watch the money come into my account. It is incredible. I'm telling you guys, it's amazing. If you haven't tried Dubsado, get it. It is a bitch to set up. I'm going to be honest. And that's kind of what I was talking about in the beginning. It takes a lot of brain power to get this stuff set up, but once you do, your life will be forever changed, and the amount of time that you're going to save is going to be immense. So highly, highly suggest Dubsado. The next one that I want to talk about is working with your clients in Trello, especially if you're obviously a service-based entrepreneur like myself. I book all of my clients and then set up a Project Trello board for them immediately, basically explaining a number of things. Number one, timeline. Number two, what I need from them before the project starts. So like if we're doing a website, I need their photography obviously. So it's little things like that. I have my brand assignment in there. So a list of questions that I ask my clients so that I can understand their business better. And they do all of this right in Trello. I don't have to sit and email my clients back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. All of it is done in Trello. So nothing is ever lost. Because when you're emailing with your clients back and forth and sending attachments and doing this, you know how much of a bitch that is. It's like, then you have to go back and search for things. Oh, where did she put this username and password for this? I lost it, whatever, whatever. It's just like this scavenger hunt of trying to find things in your email box. And it sucks, it sucks. So get Trello if you are a service-based entrepreneur, it will change your life. Everything's in one spot and I can't tell you enough my clients absolutely love it. They tell me all the time how excited they are because I am so organized. The process that you go through with your clients to build a brand and website design or whatever you do, it's kind of overwhelming to them because it's not what they do, right? That's why they're hiring you. They don't know what to expect and they're very overwhelmed because it's it's a lot of work. And it's not only work for you as the service provider, it's a lot of work for them because it's a collaborative process. So you need to lay things out as simply as possible so that that overwhelming feeling that they have dies down a little bit. You know, it relaxes them. It makes them feel more centered and it makes them more present in the actual project experience. Last but not least, do not forget to build your email list. And I highly suggest doing it with Flowdesk. I consider it the Squarespace of email design because it has really nice layouts, it's a very intuitive platform, easy for people who aren't designers to create beautiful looking emails and forms and all of those things. I personally don't like Squarespace because I need more customization regarding website design, but I love Flowdesk. Flowdesk is absolutely, absolutely amazing. You can go in, you can create a beautiful form. They have awesome fonts in there. They have awesome design choices. Their layouts are beautiful and clean and super easy to use. It's great. So at the least, you don't need to start like sending out all these email marketing campaigns right away, but at the least go into Flowdesk, grab an inline form, design it to fit your website. I personally like to just delete. They have, if you go in... This might not make sense to you right now, but if you were to go into Flowdesk and create a new form, an inline form, which is basically just like a form on your site. It's not a pop-up, doesn't have any photos, anything like that. It's just like the name, email, submit. They have a title on there that says subscribe and then a little subtitle. I personally like to just completely delete those and then delete the background color, which if you click on the form, you can actually delete the background color and make it transparent. And I just like to have the, the actual form. You can even remove like last name. I don't, I don't need someone's last name, right? I just need their first name and their email. That's all. So I just have first name, email, submit button, and you can style it to fit your branding and your website. So mine's all black and white and they have tons of fonts in there. Sometimes it's not the same font that's in your brand, but you can at least find something that's close. So style that, get that in your site and put an opt-in behind it, which my favorite way to do this is opting into your pricing guide because A lot of people want to see your pricing and you should have your pricing on your website because otherwise you're going to be getting emails constantly of people asking you what your prices are and then you let them know. Okay, so those are considered leads, yes, but then you let them know what your prices are and immediately they're going to be like, oh, that's way over my budget. I'm not even interested. And then you wasted your time emailing this person or multiple people. Usually it's a lot. You're just, it's just a waste of time. You could be using that time and that energy in better places to grow your business, so Put your freaking pricing guide on your site. You don't even need to put like every single one of your prices on there. For me, I only put my base packages on my site. I don't put all my add-on pricing because if someone looks at my base package and it's in their budget, then they'll reach out and get more information about the add-ons. That's all they need. And the cool thing about Flowdesk is you can send out your pricing guide in multiple ways. So one way is you can set up a workflow in Flowdesk, which basically is an automated... System of emails that go out based on cues that you give this workflow, that you set in this workflow, right? So you can have it be like, when someone subscribes to this form on my website, they get sent this email that has a PDF attachment of your pricing guide. That's one way. My new personal favorite way of offering pricing on a site via opt-in is you can actually have the form in Flowdesk Redirect to a URL after they put in their information and inquire. So that means someone puts in their name, their email, they hit submit, it automatically redirects them to whatever URL that you put it as. So I've been doing this with my clients and I just recently set this up on my own site when I had the time. Um, But it's an online price guide. So it's live, number one. You can constantly change it. No longer are you having people email you saying, I want to work with you, but you look and you see that the pricing and packages guide that they have is like super old and your prices have increased, right? No longer are you having to actually like sit and email them this. No longer are you having to sit and edit the PDF, then go back into your email, reattach it, like deal with all that BS. It's just so hard. You can do it once in your site when you actually have a live pricing and packages guide. You can do it live right in your site once, hit submit or hit publish on your site and everything's gonna be good to go. So every single person who signs up will go to your pricing guide that's on your site and be redirected to that URL. And it's also way more dynamic because you can have videos on there. You can have like rotating photos. I have my Dubsado form hint hint on my price guide. So immediately after somebody sees what my prices are and if they say, okay, yep, that's in budget, they then can just scroll right down, enter all of their information in my Tubsado form, and then I get the lead immediately. No lag time for the client. There's zero time for them to think, oh no, wait, I don't need this, or change their mind. They can apply to work with me right there. It's amazing. You'll get more leads this way because it's live, and it'll make your life way easier. So there it is. And then you'll have a huge email list because of this, and then you can start sending out emails to people regarding sales that you're having or whatever, you know, a client project that you just finished, whatever you want to do, newsletters, whatever is your, whatever is your thing regarding emails, you can start actually email blasting people and you will get clients from that as well. So yeah. Woo. Wow. That was a lot today, guys. I'm done with all of my tips. I really, really hope that these were useful to you and your business, even if it's a bit different than mine. Like I said, I when I started my business, I screwed up a lot of these things. I, wasn't, I didn't have these things implemented. And it cost me money, it cost me time, and it cost my mental freaking sanity, to be honest with you. <laughs> so I highly, highly suggest taking all these tips and putting them into action in your business. And if you do and they work out really well for you and make your life better, please let me know because, of course, your success is my success and I love seeing you guys grow. All right. Have a great day. Go and kill it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dream Smarter Podcast. My name is Alex Kraling and I challenge you to grow your business the smart way, not the hard way. Follow along at Dream Smarter Podcast on Instagram.